RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Tuesday, February 18th, 2020. On today's show, Michelle Hurd says working with Patrick Stewart on Star Trek Picard is like actor Christmas. George Takei tweets his support for a California plan to apologize to Japanese Americans, and Wilson Cruz's new docuseries, Visible out on television is available now on Apple TV+. All that plus this week's Trek trivia coming up next. Star Trek Picard's Raffi, Michelle Hurd, joins her co-star Evan Evagora in praising Sir Patrick Stewart, not just as an actor, but as part of a team. Yesterday, I told you that Evagora, who plays Elnor in the new series, has described how Stewart and director Jonathan Frakes helped set him at ease as a new actor on set. Now in a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Heard has echoed a similar sentiment. Unlike Evagora, Heard is no newcomer to the Hollywood television industry. As a reminder, some of her previous roles going back to the early 1990s include Law & Order SVU, the 2010s remake of 90210, and a turn as District Attorney Samantha Reyes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Jessica Jones and Daredevil. So when Hurt says that working with Stewart is like actor Christmas, it holds weight. She emphasized Stewart's focus on the ensemble rather than on call sheet hierarchy. As soon as you're working with him, she said, he is your scene partner, your ensemble member. He's just right there acting with you. There's no weird hierarchy there. First on the call sheet sets the tone, and he's spoiling the younger actors because what they get to see is our leader being kind and generous and mindful. In the same interview, Heard also spoke of her feelings towards Raffi, Picard's estranged former colleague and current co-adventurer. I really like this character, she said, because she's not perfect. But not only am I a woman of color, but I can tell that story about all of us who have struggled similarly. Who have some demons, and in doing so, show that not all of us are bad people. We're all out here trying to do our best. We're all human beings with stories worth telling. You can watch Michelle Hurd in action as Raffi, and of course, Sir Patrick Stewart as the title character in Star Trek Picard, now streaming on CBS All Access. Star Trek's Sulu, George Takei has expressed his support for a new California plan to apologize to Japanese Americans. On Sunday, Takei tweeted a link to an LA Times article titled California to Apologize Officially for Historical Mistreatment of Japanese Americans. Along with the link, he said, Welcome, yet long overdue, and included a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. The arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. The LA Times article describes a plan by the California State Assembly, with Governor Gavin Newsom's endorsement, 
to approve by resolution a formal apology to Americans of Japanese descent for its role in the incarceration of over 100,000 Japanese Americans during World War II. The approval is expected to take place this Thursday, February 20th. The text of the resolution, in part, reads. Given recent national events, it is all the more important to learn from the mistakes of the past and to ensure that such an assault on freedom will never happen again to any community in the United States. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the Assembly of the State of California that the Assembly apologizes to all Americans of Japanese ancestry for its past actions in support of the unjust exclusion, removal, and incarceration of Japanese Americans during World War II, and for its failure to support and defend the civil rights and civil liberties of Japanese Americans during this period. Takei himself was imprisoned in one such internment camp in California as a child. His recent graphic novel, the New York Times bestseller They Called Us Enemy, is his memoir of that time. More news and Trek Trivia Tuesday in just a moment, but first, a word from me. Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. From as little as $1 a month, you can help support this show by covering my production costs and allowing me to concentrate on bringing you the best Star Trek content as it happens. To find out how you can be a part of the Daily Star Trek News family, please head to patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. That's patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Being a person of color and playing one of the first openly gay characters on Star Trek, it's safe to say representation matters to Wilson Cruz. Now, Variety says Cruz has taken messages of inclusion to a new series. He still discovers Dr. Culber, of course, but outside the Star Trek universe, Cruz has served as executive producer for the docuseries Visible, out on television on Apple TV+. In describing the show, Apple says it investigates the importance of TV as an intimate medium that has shaped the American conscience and how the LGBTQ movement has shaped television. Themes covered by the show include invisibility, homophobia, the evolution of the LGBTQ character, and coming out in the television industry. Using archival footage as well as interviews, names of note in the series include Margaret Cho, Neil Patrick Harris, Ellen DeGeneres, Anderson Cooper, Billy Porter, Rachel Maddow, Wilson Cruz, and Wanda Sykes. Sykes was also an executive producer on the show. Currently, the series has 100% scores from both audiences and critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Visible out on television is an exclusive on Apple TV+. All five episodes are available to stream now. And now, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know, Seven of Nine's full designation before she was liberated from the Borg Collective was Seven of Nine, tertiary adjunct of Unimatrix 01. She was originally a human female, assimilated at the age of six, along with her parents. So now a trivia question for you. What was Seven of Nine's name before she was assimilated? 
And for bonus points, what were the names of her parents? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. This show is produced by me, Allison Pitt. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Daily Star Trek News is part of the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. And now you can subscribe to the Roddenberry Podcast Network Master Feed for all the network shows in one convenient place. Just search for Roddenberry Podcast Network on your favorite podcast app and subscribe today. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com. The Roddenberry Podcast Network.